discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. You're listening to Roundtable, coming to you from Beijing. I'm Lai Ming. Coming up on today's show, it seems Chinese cities are taking turns to grab public attention over the internet. Beginning with the city of Zibo in East China's Shandong province, more and more cities became internet sensations as people share tips and reflections about how best to enjoy a nice trip. Today on Roundtable, we discuss what behoves a sensational city. Authorities across China seek to promote first aid know-how among the general public, and their approach is to include the training in the curriculum and important examinations. Is this an effective solution to reduce the mortality rate from heart attacks and other health emergencies? You can share what you think about the issues we discuss by writing to us at ezfmroundtable@foxmail.com. Now on Roundtable, New Holling and Brandon Yates, welcome to the show. Another city enters the center of online discussion about its potentials to attract tourists. So I understand this is a city in northeast China for a change. Yes, actually, in northeast China, the city Shenyang started to become the new or the latest internet celebrity city that we talk about quite a lot. Right. Um, the reason, well, I think the reason is similar to the reason why so many other cities started to become the internet celebrity cities. That is, some of these traits actually match with people's desire for certain things that their city does not acquire. For example, in the city of Shenyang, you get to enjoy a little bit of the Korean town, which means you do not have to travel to Korea to enjoy that size. Just there, so it's cheaper. It's near where you live. It's easier to be there. And also in the city of Shenyang, you get to enjoy a lot of very delicious food with local characteristics. Also,、mm-hmm. something you desire if you're traveling to a destination that is not the same with your own city. And of course, there are other things, including people's personality, including the fashion trend, even in that city. So all these started to become the center of the topic of people when they. Started to、um, try to figure out where to visit, especially if they're doing their research online on social media, and they would come across all these different videos and different comments, and sometimes posts about all these different traits. I'm not really sure if these videos are shared intentionally to. Promote the city of Shenyang, but definitely the result is quite good. People started to view Shenyang as the latest sensational city here in China. Right,、uh, Brandon, you are relatively new to the country,、yeah. and I, I guess you might have difficulty navigating the internet, <laughs> which is、uh, in Mandarin. What yeah, you- I've never even heard of those cities you guys mentioned. So I guess they are very popular on Chinese social media and internet, but maybe not necessarily Especially these months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess the way that these cities become popular are similar to the ways that cities globally become popular. I find that it's normally linked to posts or discussions that go viral for a variety of reasons. Normally, with posts, it's got something to do with、um, a venue or. Some sort of scenic setting that people really admire, and then obviously want they want to go and see that for themselves. And I think that's had a, a global effect on on various cities. I mean, some cities historically, you know, through generations globally, have been popular before even social media and the internet. You think of the likes of Paris, Rome, you know, New York,、mm-hmm. just these iconic cities that are global that kind of everybody knows. And in China too, I mean, Beijing and Shanghai, I would say, have international appeal and have kind of、right. always been internationally popular and well known. Um, for a variety of reasons, for differing reasons,、um, and even in South Africa, I mean, 
So my home city, Cape Town, became incredibly popular over the last decade. I think a lot of it had to do with the World Cup in 2010, um, the FIFA World Cup, when a lot of um, international tourists uh, made their way to South Africa. And Cape Town was definitely the standout city amongst tourists just because of how scenically beautiful it is and how affordable it is, um, particularly for travelers from uh, Europe and the United States or, you know, any... Uh, country where the currency is strong because the South African rand is quite a weak currency, so it's 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 a lot more affordable to have, you know, um, worldly experiences in Cape Town as opposed to you know these European or American or some Asian cities. Um, so it got to the point where I think it was two or three years ago where Cape Town was ranked by I believe it was the New York Times as the number one city to visit in the world. Um, and they ranked New York second. <laughs> so that just shows you how popular that city became. And a lot of a lot of that had to do with social media buzz. A lot of venues and scenic settings went viral on the internet. And I suppose something similar is happening in China, but it seems like it's happening on specifically Chinese internet social media as opposed to having a global reach. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Mm -hmm. The Cape Town is a good example to explain why cities shot to fame internationally in that case. But you had a chance to visit Hangzhou in yeah. southern China during the Asian Games. And did you see that trend being copied, for instance? Uh, among the people you've come into contact with, uh, do you see them taking pictures and posting on social media? Um, I mean, again, it's not fair for you to tell what is going on on Chinese social media, but uh, can you, in your personal observation, do you see that trend taking place? Yeah, to a certain extent. There were definitely parts of Hangzhou that uh, attracted more um, tourists, both international and domestic. And also, you know, there were certain venues, locations and sites where people were taking more photos than usual. Um, for example, um, the Westlake incredibly popular venue um and when we were there we filmed a social media uh live stream for cgtn and um behind us there were thousands of people taking photos of the lake um you know chinese people and people from around the world so that was definitely a very popular venue and then the i don't know what the river's called or, or the lake but this massive river that kind of separated the the main city from the um the games village for athletes and tourists that particular area was also very popular where people were taking photos and that kind of thing. So it seemed like a lot of the people that were visiting Hangzhou already knew which sites they wanted to see. But then again, they also were surprised by certain um, pieces of architecture and history and culture that really caught their attention. I mean, for me, for example, there's this one hotel in Hangzhou um, that I didn't know about that's like a, a golden sphere, like a globe. The entire outer casing is made out of some sort of gold material. And obviously I didn't know about it, but when I saw it, I was like, wow, this is something incredible that I haven't seen before. And that, <laughs> that really caught my attention. Yeah, Hangzhou is a, a good example of um, a Chinese city that definitely has unique elements that makes it popular um, amongst people that don't necessarily know that much about Hangzhou or have ever been to Hangzhou. Mm -hmm. Right. So a lot of the cities that we just talked about, I mean, Cape Town and, and Hangzhou, these are famous because there are very influential events being held there that got people's attention worldwide. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's like being famous for a good reason. But then uh, there's the being famous offline and then being famous online. And today we're talking about certain cities that should have remained obscure, uh, somehow has found a reason to, you know, really shot to fame over the internet. A few months ago, we talked about the city of Zibo in East China's Shandong province. Yes, their barbecue attracted a lot of internet 
attention this time. But I feel like what you're talking about here, or what we're discussing here, is that for the very first batch of famous cities, they have something that is quite unique.、Mm-hmm. For example, they have UNESCO listed sites. It's very beautiful in scenery, or it is already the major city in a country. For example,、yeah. if we talk about Beijing, I think most people would know Beijing, and they would have certain image in their head. For example, they would think of the Great Wall. Yeah. They would think of the Forbidden City. Myself included. Before I came here, there were definitely three or four sites that I was determined to see as soon as possible, and you just listed two of them. Yeah, you have that already in your mind, and、mm. also you would think of picking opera. You might think of. Ducks, really delicious ducks. <laughs> so these are the little icons in your head that you have already associated with all these famous cities or the first batch. Let's call them the first batch of famous cities.、Mm. It does not really matter which、that、country they belong. That were kind of famous before the internet or social media. Exactly,、yeah. because they have all the resources, all the sites, and all the popularity already before、mm. internet.、So、and a lot of those venues that you discussed have been around for so long. So. Even if word of mouth about them travels slowly, because they've been around for so long, eventually, you know, word kind of gets around, and that that iconic status tends to last for a long time because those venues have been around for so long, and they've been iconic through generations, and then eventually, you know, it, that kind of iconic status. Um, remains generation through generation. Precisely,、yeah. and then we have the second batch of famous cities. They might not be as significant at the first batch, but they have something that is really hard to replace by other cities. For example, if I talk about Chengdu, what do you think of pandas? Pandas. Okay. See, that's the idea. They would also acquire certain resources、yeah. that people would like to go and visit, or people would cherish.、Mm. So, for the second batch of famous cities, I believe they. Do need to do a little bit of promotion. They do need to do a little bit city branding. Let and people. And it's a lot easier now because of social media and the internet.、Pre- I also think it's very important, not just for cities, but for any. When I think of like in Cape Town, for example, it's it and anywhere in the world, I guess it's weird how certain venues even become popular, not necessarily because of the kind of product that they're offering, but they normally have some sort of item or space. That is Instagrammable. You know what I mean? Where people love to take photos. So, for example, there's restaurants in Cape Town that don't necessarily have great food or great service, but they'll have some sort of like neon poster or signage that has like a cool quote or something that people love taking photos next to. It's almost like a check-in site. Yeah. A tiny little detail that you like to take picture in. But sometimes the restaurants aren't even aware that that's what people are going to love,、mm. and then all of a sudden these restaurants blow up online. Not necessarily because they're offering a great product, but because of something that is photographable or Instagrammable, and that in turn can boost a business's、um, you know success greatly for such an. Obscure reason,、mm-hmm. and in my opinion, my friend, that is the characteristics of the third batch of famous or popular cities,、mm. the sensational cities in the internet. That is, they do not really have a certain kind of really valuable trait or something very unique. But they figure out what they should be famous for. They pick out certain thing and、mm. they advertise on that, or they、um, they develop a to, brand. Yeah, build、It's、their、so、city、critical. around that. Because brands and companies always talk about you know having a brand, having an identity, having something like that that separates you from others. others and makes you unique. That can bring success. 
if cities and even countries have that idea, that can also create success for them in terms of tourism. And、mm-hmm. thanks to internet, it's easier to do that now.、Mm. Right. In the example that Brendan、um, provided with reference to、uh, restaurants that all of a sudden shot to fame because of well, not entirely because of the good food or, or the good decoration, but simply because a neon light that、uh, stands out and that's、uh, <laughs> extra- extraordinarily Instagrammable, that kind of thing. So we call them here in China Wang Hong Dian influencer shops,、mm. and and sometimes we refer to them in a rather moderate, if not negative, terms, meaning we don't necessarily believe we can find good food there. But we have other reasons to be there, and、uh, also they don't necessarily last, really, because、uh, maybe a few months later people have turned the、uh, attention elsewhere to a different, to another Wang Hongdian or another influencer、uh, restaurant, and so as such,、um, we don't believe that is the the healthy way to sustain、yeah. a business. It can have its pros and cons. So I think. For a new business, I think it's a great way to kind of attract an immediate audience. But then, once you've gained that audience, you need something more to keep them coming back.、Um, so I think what, and I suppose this can be applied to cities and countries as well as like you know have something that you know makes you unique and kind of stand out and and grab attention. But then, once those customers or tourists or whatever it may be that that target market. Comes to your venue or city or country, you need to then create an experience that is memorable, long-lasting, and sustainable that can either bring them back or hopefully, you know,、um, spread positive word of mouth that look, this is a place that's you know Instagrammable and cool and you know trendy to hang out, but they also you know have a great product, and that can be like I've said applied to businesses, restaurants. Cities and even even countries, I would go as far as saying. Yeah, that is actually a good point, and a good case in point would be the city Liming has just mentioned, the little city of Zibo.、Uh, it is only a small city with a population of four point seven million. Chinese standards, of course.、Mm-hmm. In, Chinese small, standards Chinese are small, standard. yeah. Yes, <laughs> in East China's Shandong Province, and it became viral on China's social media earlier this year after some visitors made videos of eating Zibo barbecue and posted them online. And After that, you see lots of people started to go to the city of Zibo to enjoy the barbecue. But what made the city? Um, enjoy a relatively long-lasting popularity on the Chinese media is that the local government are being really serious about this short attentions, and they believe this short attention could bring them more visitors. So they are making sure the、um, environment in where you would enjoy your barbecue is really good. They want to make sure all the shop owners are being very nice and friendly and provide、mm-hmm. you with up to standard quality food with not very high price. Also. They started to hold all different kinds of activities, entertainment activities, to people, to tourists. Like Brendan said, bring people with this really positive experience,、mm. so they would come again, not just visit for f- the very first time and then say goodbye to the city for all, but making it a.、Um, Nice to visit kind of destination on their list of tourist destinations, think, and also、yeah. say th- nice things about the city on social media.、Yeah. Furthermore, I think、uh, sustainability is particularly critical for the actual population of that city because you would have to hope that look, we are focusing on certain elements that makes us unique and popular and a- attracts an audience. That can then be used to create jobs, to you know, better the、um, you know the infrastructure of the city and that kind of thing. So you have to hope that the local governments as well are using that spotlight 
to create a better day-to-day scenario for the general public in those cities as well. Mm-hmm. I think we uh, sort of jumped ahead of ourselves a bit when we talk about sustainability. In fact, when there are other issues that we should be concerned with, and that is, for instance, when we see the success stories of Zibo and then now currently the success story of Shenyang, uh, we might wonder is this business model or is this um, practice uh, copyable? Is it uh, repeated? Can can other city, let's say a relatively obscure city in my hometown, Jiangxi province, uh, do the same? I mean, just launch an online promotional campaign and have people come and uh, maybe the whole city will rally like people in Zibo to accommodate the incoming guests and tourists mm. to make it uh, a lasting imprint in people's memory. And, and voila, we have a new second tier or first tier city. I mean, that's only my wishful thinking, but I do. It's, it's hard, you know. I think you can put in as much marketing efforts and, you know, make your city as pretty and, you know, attractive as possible, but you never know what's going to, like, kind of catch fire online or what's going to become popular amongst people. That's the thing, you know. Sometimes it's very odd how products or businesses that become popular, it's very random sometimes. Um, so you never really know what's going to really catch fire on the internet or on social media. So... I think it's great that cities are figuring out what is unique about them and what their best features are and are trying to make themselves as appealing to a domestic or international audience. It's always a bit of a gamble because you never really know what's going to grab people's attention. It's very hard. But it's not because of lack of trying. Because this October, Qingdao released measures supporting the creation and promotion of original content on mainstream social media platforms to showcase Qingdao's cultural and tourism attractions. Uh, There is up to 50,000 yuan reward for content with over 10,000 likes or 5,000 shares. Mm -hmm. So local governments are definitely trying. Mm. But I agree with Brendan that it's not something that you can copy for sure. But one thing that you can do as local government or city brander, if it's a position, uh, is that if something actually happened, all of a sudden your city is under the spotlight of the entire social media, no matter if it's a really positive thing or just a neutral thing that's happen to happen in your city mm. you should catch the chance you should yes. grab the chance strike you while should, the iron's hot exactly you should attract tourists as much as possible and you should seize the moment to put your city's name on the map that's yeah. something very important I think, yeah i think i suppose cities have marketing departments um, <laughs> <Yes>. and, I, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think they should be aware of you know internet and social media trends and make you know you can kind of look at what other cities are becoming popular for and then kind of cater your, you know, efforts around that. And then if something does catch fire in your city in terms of like becoming popular online or, you know, on social media or whatever, then what, like you said, once that happens, identify that and then really capitalize on it and try and maintain that attention for as long as possible. And at the same time, use that attention to maybe develop other parts of your city and create a sustainable model that becomes attractive to an audience not just for that small element but for you know a variety of elements for a sustained period of time Mm -hmm. let's come back to the issue of sustainability i mean when we talk about cities as entities trying to attract people to come we sometimes treat it as a holistic unit as if it is just a one like an atom 
Once, once the name is out there, people will come. But we often neglect that cities are like a huge living organism. There are plenty of parts, plenty of components in there. Sometimes when we uh, talk about Hangzhou, we talk about maybe the, these uh, huge internet giants that are quite influential in the business. But in fact, there are also very historical uh, buildings, historical relics, and then as well as scenic spots. So that's uh, something for everybody in each individual city. Once we have that fame. Uh, once we manage to build the fame um, by online operations or promotional campaigns, um, it's up to the city and the residents themselves to try and really bring the best of what its city has to offer to whoever that have been attracted to yeah. the city. Another interesting thing that seems to be emerging in our discussion is that a lot of the efforts to make these Chinese cities popular is being done domestically. Mm. Are there any lesser known global Chinese cities that are making an effort to make themselves internationally known? Or does all of the effort cater towards a domestic audience? Again, Hangzhou would be a good case in point. I mean, hosting a regional sports event mm. that, that gets international attention, that's one thing to to, to, to uh, pursue. And then again, in southwestern China, the city of Chengdu, which we also mentioned earlier, uh, has its features as well. Yep. It's, it's managed to build a name for itself because of the pandas and also because of a laid-back uh, living lifestyle. Those are probably the are two best examples, Chinese cities that are becoming more internationally known, I would say, is, mm-hmm. is Chengdu and Hangzhou for sure. And then the city of Xi'an, located in uh, northwest uh, or more more like uh, north China, is located on the Silk Road. And then it's got the terracotta warriors, a lot of yep. the historical relics to, to boast of. So, Very well known globally. Uh, right. Yep. And also the city of Guangzhou, if you can think of it. Mm -hmm. We see a lot of foreign expats living in Guangzhou. The city gives a vibe that it's really easy to live in. It's nice to work in the city, especially for young people. That's the same thing for the city of Shenzhen, also in Guangdong province. Mm -hmm. And I think that is another thing about city building. It's not necessarily just about attracting tourists. It's more about attracting more talents or maybe just people to be there live there be a integral part of it and there are cities that are already on the map for other reasons for instance the city of Yibu which is very well known for its small commodities that uh, sort of are sold to internationally Mm. for instance the commodities that people buy for Thanksgiving and Christmas it is on the map for business reasons it is yet to make a name for itself elsewhere and I can see huge potential in this regard as well so I guess that the bulk of the excitement with regards to these emerging Chinese cities is happening domestically, but there are definitely a handful of cities that are becoming globally renowned for a variety of reasons, which, which is which is great to hear. Mm-hmm. One last point, maybe a little maverick, and that is, does the name of these cities uh, have to be sustainable? Because if you know the internet, if you know social media, you know that uh, people's attention shifts and one minute is here and another minute is there. Do do we have to work so hard, for instance, in the city of Zibo to to build so many barbecue businesses <laughs> that may or may not be able to last when the attention shifts away? Or should we capitalize on on the case that, uh, well, people's attention simply will shift and uh, maybe hold your horses before you invest too deeply into certain businesses? I think it's always good to capitalize on something that makes your city unique, but that can't be the uh, the sole focus for an extended period of time. I think you can use it to 
promote your city for that specific reason, but then use that attention to benefit the overall workings of the city to make it as sustainable as possible for the people that already live there and for people that potentially visit on a an annual basis or even just once and then hopefully they have a great experience and then share that with, you know, friends and family and that kind of thing. So I think, you know, it is good to have a defining element that makes your city, you know, unique and popular. So when people think of that city, they think, oh, I love this, this and this. But I don't think that is, it can't be the sole focus in terms of making your city an appealing venue for locals and for people visiting abroad for a long period of time. Well, I think if you're on the momentum of becoming a possibly in the future internet celebrity city, it's definitely a good thing. And instead of trying too hard to do internet campaign, maybe you can build some more roads, green mm-hmm. some more trees, make your city better. And in that way, when people actually come, they would find it much enjoyable. It yeah. benefits not only the tourists, the visitors, but also the city residents as well. There we go. A discussion about Wanghong, Chengshi, influential cities or sensational cities here in China. That's what's going on uh, currently at the moment.